0: And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Thursday, January 18th. I'm Josh Engelman, here to break down a five-game NBA slate. Coming off of yesterday's weird one where we had no value, and then all of a sudden, we only had value. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell, so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. What's going on, folks? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Everybody mad at me because I got started three minutes late. Actually, uh, I rebooted my computer to install updates and stuff. And boy, oh boy, did that take longer than I was expecting it to take. (laughs) I looked up at the clock and it was time. And I was not ready. Not ready at all. Let's get chat pulled up here. Let's get all of my stuff pulled up here. We'll take our time. Only five games to break down. This will be easy stuff. Easy stuff. Chat ready. Don't need this any longer. That can stay open. Let's open up sportsbook and PVP stats and popcorn machine. All that good stuff. Injury report. Now we're feeling good, folks. Hope everybody had a good night. Picked up some dubs. Uh, Travis asking... Do I use minimum uniques as part of my process or is that what randomness is doing for me? I don't have to because of the Sims tool. That, that all gets handled on its own. Um, so no no set amount of uniques. It could be one, two, three, four. It all really depends. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Final process of the week, folks. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. I'll mention it again today. Nothing for me tomorrow. I am off. So this ends our work week. We'll be back again on Monday. But yeah, you get you get me all day today. Standard issue, process, prize picks, contender strategy, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deeper dive. Josh, could you give us the it's not you, it's me with the process? The process isn't going, it's just going away. The time is going away the time is going the way not it's not nothing crazy every bit of this show as it exists will still continue that way it's just going to get it's just going to move its time um let's look let's see larry c wants to know how's the weather in nashville it's a great question then I would happily answer that for you if my weather app would bother searching for Nashville, but it's not doing that. Nashville, Tennessee, low of six on Saturday, high of 20. That sounds like a great time to be in Tennessee. Just kidding, it doesn't. Oh. Yeah, five games tonight, 7.30 start, so everything's a half hour behind what it normally would be, which I'm usually okay with. That doesn't matter too much to me. (sighs) Feels good. I'm ready to break this bad boy down. I'm feeling great. Great night's sleep. Those games were over early, so feeling good. I just want to drink my coffee, talk some basketball. We got the Pascal Siakam trade going down yesterday, which was fun. Uh, you know, we're slowly but surely getting closer and closer to the trade deadline, which means we're getting closer and closer to me going live for a couple hours, breaking down the trade deadline. Can't wait. Gonna be a good time. What day is the trade deadline this year? Trade deadline NBA. It is Thursday, February 8th. I'll be there. I will be there. Now, I think we just get into it. If that works for you, you guys, I'm more than ready. So let's get it started. Oh, gonna be a good one. Coffee's here. Just waiting. Man, I really frothed that milk. It is, it looks like I drank a quarter of this already. Coffee's here, guys. Hope you have one with me. Whatever you got coffee, tea, water, beer, joints, food. Oh, speaking of food, that came up yesterday. Uh Jason Kelsey I guess goes to a McDonald's pretty regularly. Sausage egg and cheese McMuffins go to. Two of those and a coffee is the go-to Jason Kelsey order. I slightly disagree with that order. Personally, I I go one sandwich double sausage double cheese with the egg i think the proportions are bigger now better now that's a it's a you get a that's a sizable sandwich but the double sausage is the key highly recommend it jason kelsey you're great give the double give the double meat double cheese a try let me know how that works out i assume jason kelsey that you watch this program <laughs> religiously so go check that out. Double double sausage, double cheese, egg, McMuffin. Larry, I, I disagree. Not that it's not good. The the sausage biscuit for Chick-fil-A. The sausage biscuit for Chick-fil-A, fantastic. It's pause, Travis. Pause. Pause can't be too much sausage. I-, I need the double sausage. I'm telling you, it's not too much. Nah, the meat-bread ratio isn't way off. The reason it's not is because of the egg. People eat double cheeseburgers all the time. Why is double sausage weird? Come on, hit me with that one. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. There used to be an option in the app where you could get them to extra toast the English muffin. That's usually good. If you can get them to add butter, that helps. The only thing that, like, a little bit of some sort of spicy sauce is all it's missing. But McDonald's tends to have, like, slightly more spicy sausage. I might go get it after this show. It's been in my line of sight too long. And today's Thursday. I'll feel good about it. I I like getting to the end of the week and treating myself to something like that. Let's get into it. I got to drink this coffee and talk basketball. I could talk sausage McMuffins all day. Cheers, everybody. Rise and grind. Hmm. Yeah, that is so good. So good. All right. Promo still on the screen. $99. That is what you can pay get the NFL Sims Max package all the way through the Super Bowl. Promo code is DRIVE. You also get the PGA Sims through Sunday. I don't know what time lock is. If you run really fast, you might be able to get in and get into the main slate. But you'll also have showdowns for tomorrow, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Links in the description. Promo code DRIVE. Let us break down the slate. We have, first game up, the Washington Wizards, 11-point underdogs in New York, 236 total. The Wizards, obviously, no more Danilo Gallinari, no more Mike Muscala. Welcome to the team, Isaiah Livers and Marvin Bagley. Now... This is mildly interesting because, in case you haven't seen it, Daniel Gafford is out. So Marvin Bagley stepping into a team and they don't have their previous center. They don't have their previous backup any longer. Or the dude behind him. So we are going to have to project this team a little bit differently than we normally do. I see. In theory, they could start Anthony Gill. I assume they're starting Marvin Bagley. I I think they have to. I'm not sure they have much of an alternative. So let's get the regulars in for their minutes. So we're going to get Tyus Jones in for 29. And I'm going to get Jordan Poole in for 29. I'm going to get Denny Avdia in for 29. I'm going to get Kyle Kuzma in for 31. That covers like the main dudes. Then we got to get Bilal Koulibaly. We'll put him in for 27. Now is where it gets a little dicey. I think 26 for Bagley makes the most sense. The real issue is that they don't have much behind him and they got to deal with Hartenstein playing 36 minutes. So I'm going to pull up the uh, basketball reference page. For why, what am, why is my brain melting? Oh, for the Wizards. Gosh, I am not bright. Uh, also, let's get that on the screen. Boom. Okay. So, this season's Wizards, if we just look at their uh, current team, Gafford, skirt. Gafford out, Bagley here. Kuzma, next tallest dude. Denny Avdia, next tallest dude. Patrick Baldwin, next tallest dude. They don't exactly have anybody else that plays center. So... To me, I think Anthony Gill is going to play. Omer Uri. Like, those guys, are somebody's getting a rotation today. Okay, so they played Patrick Baldwin last time out. So maybe it's just Baldwin. Let's take a look at Popcorn Machine. Wizards last played... On the 15th, 12 point. Oh yeah, it was the Detroit game. Okay, so Baldwin played in the first half. Normal rotation got like 12 minutes. I think we're giving that to him. Now, he was basically the direct backup to Gafford until he got hurt. And at that point, then it didn't really matter. They just kind of went small with Kuzma and it's the pistons and you were lo- and they were losing i'm going to go 12 minutes to patrick baldwin and then i think we could are they going to go kuzma or do they get anthony gill or omer yuri on the floor let's finish off the rest of the guys that normally play We'll try to figure it out. I'm going to give the minutes to Kuzma to start. We need to get DeLon Wright, 17 minutes. We need to get Corey Kispert, like 19. So I've got 21 minutes left over. We've got Avdi Ag- Center, Kuzma, Jones, Poole, Koulibaly, Wright, Kispert, Baldwin, Landry, Shamit would be next? Or do they start playing Isaiah Livers? That's the question. Does Isaiah Livers step into the Washington Wizards rotation? I mean, he should. I'm going to chop, sham it. Oh, that goes to a... They're not going to play 11 dudes. One, two, three... No, they're not going to play 11 dudes. But no one that I've projected is not going to be here. So let's... Let's really think about this. I mean, maybe I am chopping it. Shamit played 14 minutes last time out. We go 12 and 9. Just get these guys on the floor a little bit. Look, they're not coming from Tyus Jones. They're not coming from Delan Wright. They're not going to come from Kispert. I don't think they're going to come from Bilal Koulibaly. There's not enough. Like, there's just not enough options. Landry Shamit's getting 12. Isaiah Livers is getting 9. This is going to be a fascinating matchup. It really, really is. Let's take a look at the props, just to start. On the Knicks side, they're on a back-to-back, and they run the same rotation pretty much every night, so I don't have a huge interest in breaking down too much of New York. I assume they're just going to be what they were yesterday. Same guys play the same sort of minutes pretty much all the time. And Anobi played 43 minutes in back-to-back matchups. Nuts. I got him in for 36. Probably got to go to 37. Got 26 for DiVincenzo. That is likely too high. I'm going to throw an extra minute on Ananobi. 36 for Randall seems fine. 28 for Josh Hart seems fine. 34 for Hartenstein seems fine. So I'm okay on the Knicks side. We'll take a quick peek at Knicks props first, and then we'll keep it moving. We just got to hit the main guys. It's only, only Brunson has one. 28 and a half to the over. That's what I have. So we feel good about where the Knicks are. Uh... I, I hope Lee gave out Cornette on Live Before Lock. Luke Cornette was 53% owned Jess Blazin. He was the highest owned dude on the entire slate. <laughs> he handed out the, the easiest play to give out. So kudos to Lee. <laughs> um, let's look at these Wizards rates now. So we've got Kuzma projected for 21.5 real points. I got him at 20. Bump that usage rate up. That'll be fine. Jordan Poole is at 16.5 to the under. I got him at 16.5, so I'll keep that. Denny Avdia, 13.5. That looks fine. Tyus Jones, 11.5. That looks fine. Don't think I have too much more to break down here for Washington. Tyus Jones assists around 6. Ooh, little, little bit, little bit light. I'm going to bump that up. What is Tyus Jones' assist rate in his starts? Let's just say he starts, Kuzma starts, Pool starts. What is Tyus Jones' assist rate? Hmm. Yo, I'm going to drink that coffee in 10 seconds. It's going to be insane. Tyus Jones, assist rate, 1,000 minutes at this point, 9.3. So I'm right on it. All right. I'm not going to be changing that. I think I'm good with Washington. So let's look at them. Wizards, they don't look good, but Marvin Bagley sure does. Assuming Marvin Bagley is the starting center for the Wizards today, and I don't really see a scenario where he's not. He's probably the best play on today's slate, if I had to guess. And the funny thing is, Knicks are 10th in defensive rating, dead last in pace. I don't think that there's anybody else for Washington that you look at and you're like, I'm going to get that guy. But Bagley is on a completely different planet. It's not even close. You got to... He's a 4K set. If he's in the starting lineup, he's 70 to 80% owned. Just has to be. For the Knicks side, obviously things look a little bit better when you get to face Washington. I've got Jalen Brunson looking phenomenal. 8,500, point guard only, projected for 5.8x. Julius Randle, 8,800, power forward center. Projected for 5.8x. Both of those dudes flying off the page in terms of interest. I like Hartenstein at 6,700. I don't mind Ananobi at 6K. Small forward, power forward. He has been very much not involved offensively. Josh Hart's all right. DiVincenzo's all right. Precious as a $3,700 power forward center is very much in play as a value option. Hard to not like the Knicks, but if we're ranking this game, it's Marvin Bagley, it's Jalen Brunson, and it's Julius Randle. Top three plays, not even close. Chicago Bulls up next, two point favorites in Toronto, two twenty five total. Bulls are potentially without I O Dismu. He is questionable. probable tag on drummond probable tag on Dalen terry q tag once again on patrick williams oh yeah SP. if he had power forward eligibility that would be a wrap you you, you would just you wouldn't have a choice assuming again assuming he starts but I, we're on the same page all right chicago so patrick williams has missed the previous two games clearly we're going to be projecting him in And if that's the case, uh, we're finally getting that really big run out of Alex Caruso. You know, 30 minutes, essentially, in six straight. One weird game in there, and then, you know, a couple more after that. He's been healthy. He's been healthy. I'm going to go to 34 on Vooch. 14 to Drummond. I guess I'm going to go to 26 on pa- Patrick Williams just because he's coming back, but I don't, I don't trust that. I got to bump. De- I got DeMar at 37 already. I think that's okay. 36 for Levine seems fine. I will give Jasunmu an extra minute, even though I don't know if he plays. But in the games with Patrick Williams back, he plays like 16, 17, 18 minutes, something like that. I'm actually not going to give him that minute. I lied. Oh, Javon Carter back in the rotation. Not much to talk about for the Bulls, honestly. I mean, we project this team pretty regularly. They've had Levine and Vooch back for a bit. DeRozan points props 20... 20 and a half, I am quite a bit higher there. Levine is at 19 and a half, I'm two full points higher there. Kobe White's at 19 and a half, I'm lower there. Vooch is at 18 and a half, I'm lower there. Caruso is at nine, I'm higher there. Interesting game. I'm wondering if the Bulls are going to look interesting to me. I doubt they do because of the 225 total. What we really need to talk about are the Toronto Raptors. <sighs> On the opposite side here. I I don't think we're going to have Bruce Brown. I don't think that trade has gone through yet. So, I think we'll hold off. I, I, I don't imagine he's playing today. Um, Similarly, I don't imagine Pascal Siakam is playing today. I guess he could, but as far as I've seen, that trade has not been finalized. But I could be wrong. Maybe it is. Oh, it has been completed. It got completed last night. Got it. Got finalized around 11 o'clock last night. I guess physicals earlier today. Probably. Oh, they wave, they, they wave Christian Coloco as well. All right, Coloco can go away. Ooh, nice, I can make this easier on myself. Indy, Bruce Brown, and move him to Toronto. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Can't believe, man, what a trade. What a trade. All right, back to Toronto. I'm assuming he's not playing today. That makes the most sense to me. So we're basically just going to look at what we had yesterday. So let's pull up that Toronto rotation and see what they did in their first game without Pascal Siakam. They beat the shit out of Miami. So Jonte Porter got the start. Played 18 minutes. Looks like they were going to close with him if they had to or could have closed with them if they had to. They were closing with Thad Young. Thad got 28 minutes off the bench. Chris Boucher got 18 off the bench. I'm going to cut this whole rotation so that we could really think about it. We got... I got to change my minutes table, too. Okay, so we get quickly in first... And he, you know, he's playing what, 32 minutes a night? That works. We get Schroeder, who played about 27 last night, could have closed. Take him to 29. God, that's that, that. Why would you ever play Vooch and Drummond alongside of each other? Ooh, let me look that up quickly. How many minutes do you think they've played alongside of each other this year? Vooch and Drummond on the floor. They've played sixteen minutes together this season. They're plus 24. (laughs) So, so far, so good. So far, so good. All right, let's keep projecting out this Toronto team. We get RJ Barrett played 36. You know, the final minute and a half was dead. I think we go to 35 on Barrett. Scotty Barnes played 34, could have played like 36. I think we go to 35 on Barnes for now. We'll have extra minutes, I think. Uh, all right, so 18 for Jontae Porter. Now, he immediately picked up two quick fouls, picked up his third in the second quarter. They did that stupid quick rotation again for him and then staggered him. Fouls didn't become too much of an issue, but you figure 20. 21, something like that for Porter. I think 20 works. And then you get Thad Young on the opposite side. I mean, they split just about every center minute, or at least they were going to. We go 25 to Thad Young, 24 to Thad Young. And we say Chris Boucher steps into 16. Now we need to get Gary Trent. Got the start. Played 30 minutes. That feels like that's going to happen again. Just based on where they are with no Bruce Brown right now. Final guy in the rotation yesterday was Grady Dick. Played about 11 minutes. I'll get him in for 12. Now that leaves me 7. So, the question becomes, do we think it's a 36-minute day for R.J. Barrett? I do. Do you think it's a 36-minute day for Scotty Barnes? I do. That leaves me five extra minutes of random blowout time. Works for me, Jalen McDaniels, locked in. So, that's Toronto. So, for the Bulls, Ooh, okay. Yeah, White, DeRozan, Vooch, Patrick Williams, Zach Levine. I kind of like them all, but they all look the same. DeRozan, 7,300. Vooch, 75. Levine, 71. Kobe White, 69. Patrick Williams is 3,700. Yo, if he plays, that's a real legitimate value option that's not exciting to have in any way. I I like the starting five of the Chicago Bulls, or the starting four, Caruso's okay, but starting four plus Patrick Williams. Huh. Go Bulls, I guess. Go Bulls. Toronto. Now, very different. $4,300 Gary Trent, point guard, shooting guard. Looks really good if you need value. R.J. Barrett, 6600 shooting guard, small forward. Looks really, really good. Scotty Barnes 8100 price came down pretty dramatically. Point guard small forward looks really good. And then 7k quickly, totally fine there. You know, you want to take a shot on Thad Young. He looked he should look better. Do I have his shit projected poorly? I got him in for 13% Usage. Toronto with Thad Young on this season. Played 143 minutes, 14 and a quarter usage. Bump that up. Yeah, Thad Young looks good. You know, $700 cheaper than Jontae Porter. Oh, s don't do that. Don't do that. He's 5,100, so, you know, let's call him a 1.3, let's call him a 1, let's be pessimistic, 1.25, let's say they play six minutes alongside of each other, we get them to 20, that's 25 fantasy points at 5,100, 4.9X, I mean, that's like a 10% owned, dude. I don't think they would play them alongside of each other against Toronto. I mean, Toronto's basically not playing centers. I don't think they'd go double big. They could, they could. But if you knew he was getting 20 minutes, then yeah, like he's he, he's owned. I don't think you could ever give him that kind of projection. Weird game. Weird game. OKC and Utah. Yeah, sign me up for this one. Thunder are three-point favorites in Utah, 246 total. Um, nobody on the injury report for OKC. Nobody that matters on the Utah injury report. Probably not making a ton of changes to this one. Um, we're pretty used to what we get out of the Thunder. Josh Giddy. Has had some weirder minutes as of late. I'm going to bring him down to 24. I'll bring Misic back up to 12. I need to get another minute somehow on to Lou Dort. I want to get him to 29. I got 31 for Chet. That's fine. 35 for Shea. That's fine. 33 for Jalen Williams. That's fine. This is going to be a fun game. OKC could look really good here. Then we get to Utah. Kind of the same scenario. Just, oh, like, look at that minutes table. Just think about what I have on the screen right now. Look at the playing time in that last game. 28, 26, 24, 24, 20, 24, 21, 25, 17, 24. I mean, they had... Did five guys play 24 or 25 minutes? What do you do here? I got thirty-two for Mark and I will never move that. Twenty-six for John Collins. I like twenty-one for Kessler. I guess I like twenty-six for Collins. Twenty-four for Sexton. Thirty for Clarkson. Eighteen for yeah. Like I don't. I can. I guess I'm gonna take one minute away from Chris Dunn. And give that to Keontae George. Otherwise, I think I've got this one in. They just do the same thing. Just out of curiosity, Utah has started Chris Dunn, Laurie Markin, John Collins, Colin Sexton, and Simone Fontecchio in 10 games now. 10 games they've had this starting lineup. They are 9-1 in that time. And they are plus 12.7 in those games. Craziness. Just want to take a quick peek at usage rates. We got Laurie Markkinen at around 25. We've got Jordan Clarkson at about 27 and change. Fontecchio is around 15. Keontae George is at like 21 and a half. Collin Sexton is at 29. So let's take a quick peek and see if we're light on Colin Sexton's projection. We've got Sexton's at 19 and a half points. I have 16.8. Get that usage rate up. Like I said, Sexton in this 10 game sample 234 minutes, 29.8% usage rate. I'm going straight to it. That makes him project a little bit better. Clarkson I've got good. and I've got good. Fontecchio is good. John Collins is at 21.5. Um, that's interesting. He's projected for 12.5 to the over. That is where I have him. I'm going to bump him up a little bit. Keontae George is 11.5 to the under. I got 10.4. Let's bump him up a bit. Only other guy I got to get right if he has a points prop is Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler is around seven real points. Kessler's usage rate in this moment is 11. So, yeah, we can bump that down. Okay. So I like those rates now. Colin Sexton also, massive assist rate bump. Passing is taking a step up. Four and a half assists to the under. I got him at three and a half, but 10 assists per 100 possessions. His true talent is normally around eight. I'm gonna bump that up. I think that looks good. Let's take a look and see what this looks like now for OKC in Utah. Mm. SGA, 10-2. We have plenty of value, and we don't really have payups on this slate. There's no Embiid. There's no Jokic. There's no Giannis. No AD, no LeBron, no KD, no Booker. I'm guessing SGA is the most expensive dude on today's slate. SGA and Sabonis are the only guys above 10K. All right, yeah. Uh, Based on the amount of value we have, particularly with Marvin Bagley being a center value, SGA looks fantastic, pay up 10-2, against a Utah team that, Sure, is better defensively than they were earlier in the season, but still, this isn't a top half defense or anything. Um, you, it's it's really hard to prioritize anything else from OKC in comparison to some of the other things we've seen. But Chet at seventy eight hundred, Jalen Williams at seventy two hundred, Giddy Dort, both they're all viable. But it's Shea leading the charge. Cool. Uh, Can you, guys, can you, do you see the screen? Do you see how much green is on the screen in that? Like, the pricing on FanDuel has made Utah not be interesting, which is what I wanted them to be. The pricing on DraftKings has made everybody on Utah interesting, and that sucks. What do you do here? Like, $6,200 Sexton, he's scoring 1.3 fantasy points per minute, and I agree with that projection. What do you do there? 24 minutes, 31 fantasy points. Sexton, Collins, Clarkson, Olenek, George, Dunn, Markkinen, Fontecchio, Kessler. They all look good today. All these guys are going to get ownership. Markkinen's going to get a bunch of it. Walker Kessler might get a bunch of it. This is brutal. Brutal. Because you have to like it. It, Like This is a pace-up spot. It's terrifying. Also, like, everybody on Utah looks good except for Akbaji. And even then, he's 3,300. This is nuts. This is nuts. Marketing is the best option. I think Colin Sexton is second. Clarkson third, and then just close your eyes and point at the screen and whatever name shows up, that's the one you should do. Really curious to see crunches after this. Let's go to Memphis now. 13.5 point underdogs in Minnesota, 215 total. This is 31 points less than the game we just talked about and the game we'll talk about next. It will be... Very difficult to like anything in this one for Memphis, barring really dumb minutes stuff. Now, obviously, everybody is hurt for Memphis now. Worse than it was before. Bain's done for weeks. Smart's done for weeks. Adams. I mean, their whole starting five is out now. Marcus Smart. John Morant. Marcus Smart. Desmond Bain. Oh, Triple J is still there. Smart, Morant, Bane, Adams, gone. Brandon Clark, gone. Derrick Rose, gone. Gone, 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 gone. gone. Good God. All right. Let's get Gigi Jackson added to the model. G.G. Jackson not in my model right now? Give me a second. Look at the promo graphic for a minute. Do I not have him in the model right now? Oh, just as Gigi Jackson. Interesting. Do I have him in there twice? No. I corrected an issue earlier today and I apparently I it wasn't an issue I actually had. All right. boop, We back. We get Gigi Jackson. I mean, this is. This is pretty ridiculous. Now I figured it out. All right, now we're dancing. We're good. We're back in it. Time to figure out what this stupid Memphis team looks like when they don't have real basketball players. Shout out Jaron Jackson, who's going to do everything for this team. Okay. Tillman has played 30 minutes in three straight. I don't see any way you're projecting anything other than 31 We'll give Triple J the backup run there. Plus 15 more minutes. Who started the last game for the Memphis Grizzlies? The last time they played was the 15th. They beat Golden State. With this team. So I guess we get the same starting lineup. I don't. I don't even want to see this. Okay, so we get the Tillman rotation, and we're good. I guess technically Luke Kennard was the starting point guard. Is that what we're saying here? Closed, played the full 30. Doesn't have to, I don't think. I'm going to go 30 to Kennard. And then we get Vince Williams. He played 37. Uh, That's just happening now. Zaire Williams got 20, didn't see the floor in the fourth quarter. They went to basically everybody else. 24 has got to be the number. So for there, we got the starting five. First guy off the bench was Santi Aldama. He played 18 minutes. Now, Aldama had missed the previous three. You figure they're going to start ramping him up. They don't have much of a choice. So I'm going to go 19. Next guy up is big body David Roddy, who played 21 minutes. Now, that's pretty much where they like to keep him. But at the same time, I think they're going to need more. They went to a nine-man rotation. Assuming they go to a nine-man rotation once again, we might have a bunch of minutes left over. So let's get big body Roddy in for 22. I wish John Bain didn't get injured. Anoush, you know who really wishes that? The Memphis Grizzlies. All right, Gilliard played the second quarter and then a normal backup rotation. Positions are basically meaningless. He played 19 minutes. I wouldn't go any less than that. So for now, I'll just go 18. Last guy left is Gigi Jackson. Closed, played 29 minutes. Also got a rotation in the second quarter and not because of foul trouble. So 20, 24? That leaves me five spillover minutes. Guess I'll leave those on John Conchar for this moment. Now, from a rates perspective, I don't like. Do they even have enough sample to take all these dudes off? Let's just say, no John ja Morant, no Desmond Bain, no Derrick Rose, no Marcus Smart. That should cover me in terms of guys that handle the ball. Because I got to cut everything here. Two hundred and six minutes is the most anybody played. That's Gilliard Roddy. I mean, I guess we kinda got enough. Triple J has played 193 minutes with all of those guys off the floor. He's got a 36% usage rate. <laughs> oh man, this sucks. All right, triple J is projected for 23 and a half points in the sports in the prop market. So I think we're looking at like 29.5% usage for Triple J. Luke Kennard is at 115 percent juice to the over. I've got 12 and a half, so I'm just leaving it there. Kennard's usage rate in the 120 minutes he's played in this situation is 17.8. I've got him at 17.4. So I'm gonna lock that in. Now, next up, next prop available, Vince Williams, 12 and a half points to the under. I've got him at 11.3. His usage rate in this sample is 16.8. I've got him at 16.2. I did want to bump it up. Let's take him to 16.8. Final guy, Tillman. Prop is nine and a half juice to the under. I've got him at 10. Tilman sample, 132 minutes, 14.9% usage. I'm not going to go all the way to that, but I can just take the sting out of it a little bit. Everybody else, I kind of got to just leave as is. Assist rate for everybody, Gilliard takes a pretty sizable bump. Luke Kennard doesn't. No one actually does. So I think that's going to be Memphis. Now, Minnesota, on the opposite side, is on the back-to-back. I don't think we're touching this one, other than, I just want to see if they did anything weird yesterday. Jordan McLaughlin stepped back into the rotation. We did give him minutes originally. I have no changes to make here. That seems good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally good. They beat they smashed yesterday. What in the world does this game look like now? Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Gigi Jackson is 4K. Power forward only. Probably the best value play on Memphis today. I think Triple J is second. And you probably you want to get to Jaron Jackson Jr. more. He is in for a terrible night, I think. There's too many different dudes they can throw at him. Jack Gigi Jackson is the top play from Memphis. Triple J is second. Obviously, Tillman is just like a dude you can play. So is Kennard. So is Vince Williams. It's not... This isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Probably because they're playing Minnesota. Can you imagine if Memphis was playing like San Antonio today? This total was, you know, two two 238, and it's a track meet. Oh, my God. On the Minnesota side, uh, sign me up for more Anthony Edwards. 8,400 point guard, shooting guard. Uh, to me, that dude is just not projected enough. Although, I'm going to take a minute away from him. Kind of have him a little over projected. His points props 25. I got 27. Might be a, a tad high. Towns at 21 and a half. Might be a tad high. Do I have weird rates pulled for Minnesota? Did somebody miss a Minnesota game recently? No, because it's Edwards and Towns that I have in. Their rates wouldn't change. Minnesota. Starting games. Conley, Gobert, Towns, Edwards, Jaden McDaniels. So, 27 games started with this starting five. Edwards is at 33% usage. Towns is at 26.5. I'll bring Towns down a notch... I'll bring Edwards down a notch. Everything else looks okay. Yeah, I, look, I like Minnesota. It's Edwards and Towns first, Gobert next. Nas Reed is certainly at least a little bit interesting. Conley, Slow Mo, Jaden McDaniels, all fine. But Edwards and uh, Towns leading the charge. Finally, we close it out. Track meet time. Indiana Pacers, seven and a half point dogs in Sacramento, 246 total in this one. Q tag on Halliburton. We want to have that conversation. He he should not be back yet. I think it's bad. I'm very nervous if they bring him back too fast. Mathurin questionable. Neesmith questionable. Toppin questionable. Like, I don't know. What do we do here? Maybe Siakam plays. Maybe he doesn't. Like, who? I doubt it. Who knows? All these Q tags. We gotta project Tyrese Halliburton. Like he's gonna play today. That sucks. I don't want to do that. That Q tag is massive. Massive. All right, so, look, if he's back, he's back, right? If he's back, we're just getting 35 minutes out of Halliburton. We get Miles Turner for 28. What did they do last time out? They got the shit kicked out of them by Utah. Utah. Jalen Smith continued to play his, like, 22 minutes. Isaiah Jackson barely played. Two fouls, another foul. Okay, that makes sense. We'll go 16. We get topping in for 22. Yeah, I don't expect Siakam to play. It's not like I'm projecting these guys in. We'll go Neesmith, Smith 26. We get Tiege, backup point guard, maybe. He also was out of the rotation, but I guess with Bruce Brown out, he'll just be back. I assume we get Halliburton, Nemhard, Neesmith, Jalen Smith, Miles Turner. So we get 25 for Nemhard, 26 for Matherin. 24 for Buddy Heald. Hide three somewhere. Probably hide three on... I'm just going to put him on McConnell. It won't matter. I'm going to cut that usage rate off of Andrew Nemhard right now and turn him back into the pumpkin that he is. Actually, I mean, we got to pull the entire rotation, I guess. Let's look at Indy. Let's say Turner starts... Halliburton starts. I guess I don't really care who else starts. I am going to say Bruce Brown off, though. Let's get these rates correct. All right. Halliburton, 25.5% usage rate. Benedict Matherin, call it 23. Buddy Heald's at 20 and change. God, this opens up everybody. Miles Turner, 21 and a half. Jalen Smith is at 19. Aaron Nesmith is at 17. And in this time, Andrew Nemhardt is at 18. Alrighty. Tyrese Halliburton, assist rate. 17 and a quarter per 100 possessions. Now, he obviously doesn't have any props. think we could just leave Indy as we have it. For Sacramento, I'm hoping we could do the same. They don't even have an injury report. So they're just playing whoever the hell played last time. Which works for me. Sacramento's last game was two nights ago against Phoenix. They played nine dudes. Let's figure out who those nine dudes are. 36 minutes to De'Aaron Fox. Yes. 36 minutes to DeMontis Sabonis. I'm going 37. That lets me give Alex Len the backup center minutes. 39.3 plus 7.9. They basically played all of them together. Let's go 10 to Len, 1 to Lyles, and we get Lyles to 22. He played 14 last time out. Uh Uh-uh. We will go and hold 21. 26 to the Barnacle of the Bay. He played 34. I think we're very clearly going up to 28, and I'm going to bring Lyles down to 20. I've got Keegan Murray, who played 35. I've got him in for 34. 34. I'm gonna keep that. Sasha Vizenkov played a bunch. We're gonna look at that in a second. Monk off the bench got 29, I've got 28. Herder starting, played 26. Monk closed over him. I've got 28. Probably gonna make that 26. So that leaves me 21 minutes. Now vizenkov played 17. I don't really feel comfortable going there, but I will go 16. And then that leaves me five scattered blowout run minutes. I'm just going to hide on Keon Ellis. Rates can all stay the same. We've broken down Sacramento a lot recently. So for Indiana, nobody stands out if Halliburton is back. 9900 It will be very difficult to even get to Halliburton given SGA. So what you're looking at is probably like $6,900 Miles Turner, maybe $4,900 Neesmith. What we really need is just news. Q-tag Halliburton, Q-tag Matherin, Q-tag Nismith, Q-tag Toppin. No more Jordan Wara. Uh, obviously, no more Bruce Brown. We need more information here before we feel good about Indy. Sacramento, on the other hand, they get the benefit of the garbage Indy defense. No Bruce Brown, certainly not going to help it. And fourth in pace. So, 10K Sabonis? Yup. Yup. Get there as much as you can. $9,100 Fox. Yup. Get there as much as you can. Fox's points prop is 29 and a half. I got him at 30. I'm okay with it. Sabonis, so I've got at 23 and a half. The points prop's 21, but I'm leaning Sabonis in this one. 1.55 fantasy points per minute for him over the past 30 days. I like Murray at 6K. I like Monk at 64. You can make the rest of these dudes work if you want to. Sabonis' so assist prompt is eight and a half to the over. I only have it at eight and I can't get it any higher. I've tried. I looked through those. I mean, I got him at a 33% assist rate. Darren Fox is at five and a half. That's where I have him. Rebounding rate for Sabonis, he's projected for 12 and a half. I got 13, too. Gets the bonus. Gets the bonus. And now let's get some crunches, folks. What do you say? Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. It helps me out tremendously. It is now time for crunches. Let's look at DraftKings first. Thank you guys for being here. What a fun slate this is going to be. I like it right now. Indy's going to ruin it, but I like it right now. There's going to be some weird stuff in these lineups. So here we go. First one up, DraftKings optimals. Gary Trent, RJ Barrett, Patrick Williams, Julius Randle, Marvin Bagley, Jalen Brunson, G.G. Jackson, and DeMontis Sabonis, 286.3. That is the optimal lineup by three full fantasy points, which might just be the biggest gap I've ever seen. Somehow those pieces fit together perfectly. If you want that lineup to be slightly different, there's a 1v1 swap of Jalen Brunson to Anthony Edwards. But I don't see anything crazy there. Obviously, Marvin Bagley was in all 50 of them. Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson were both in 92%. Remember, Knicks facing the Wizards. Looks good. Gigi Jackson and Gary Trent were both in the 80s. R.J. Barrett in the 70s. Patrick Williams in the 60s. Should be very funny to see how high Marvin Bagley can actually get in this crunch with randomness. He gets all the way to 70%. That's how easy it is to get to Marvin Bagley today. Gigi Jackson gets to 40. Trent, Randall, Barrett, Brunson, Edwards, all in the 30s. And then it really flattens out. As I look at pay-up options... SGA and Sabonis kind of equals. They both were in basically 10% of that crunch. It's really just a lot easier to go to Fox at 9,100, Randall at 88, Brunson at 85, Ant at 84, Barnes, Towns, both in the 8Ks. But to get to one of Shay or Sabonis won't be difficult. Now, on the FanDuel side... We know how different this will look. They'll have normal human beings in all of it. Nothing weird will happen. So FanDuel Optimals. Nope. You don't want to upload? That's cool. Let's try this again. There we go. FanDuel Optimals. Thursday, January eighteenth, two ninety eight point one four. This is the optimal lineup by 0.15. Mike Conley, Jalen Brunson, Luke Kennard, Gary Trent. Shout out Duke. Jaden McDaniels, R.J. Barrett. Shout out Duke. Demontis Sabonis, Julius Randall, Marvin Bagley. Shout out Duke. That's four Dukies in the optimal lineup today. What are we doing here, baby? Who else can we get in there? Who else? Where are the? Where's Tyus Jones at? Where's Trey Jones at? Now he's not on this one. Where's Tyus Jones at? You run Can you run the full Duke bench mob today? I like that lineup. Bagley 5K, not not as good of a play. That's a shit ton of Duke, man. Damn. It's just Duke, Kentucky, Villanova over and over and over again. Ohio State, Nova, Duke. Duke. No idea what Jaden McDaniels did. Duke. Where the fuck did Sabonis go? He didn't go to Gonzaga, did he? He did go to Gonzaga. Whew. My memory is garbage. Garbage. So, Kentucky, fucking Duke again. If you go over to this one, Kentucky, Nova, Kentucky, Duke, 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 Kentucky, Duke, Jalen Smith went to Maryland. You can run out a hell of a Duke, you can run out of a hell of a Duke-Kentucky lineup today. That's just funny. That's really funny. That's really, really funny to me. That's so much Duke and so much Kentucky. Let's put the random... Oh, uh, by the way, Kennard, Bagley, Trent, and Barrett all in the 90s. They are the best plays on FanDuel right now. If we turn on randomness... John, I don't have one anymore. I used to have that jersey, actually. I know you're making a joke, but that was something I actually owned. I was a Duke fan. Bagley at the top of the list on FanDuel. Kennard and Trent both get into the 40s. De'Aaron Fox at 9,200 gets into the 30s and then everything flattens out after that. I was a Duke fan because of Christian Lehner. That is why I became a Duke fan. They won the title in 91 and that is the first time I remember anything about sports. That, so they became the team that I started following. I hopped right on the bandwagon. They were also awesome to watch. Bobby Hurley, him, Grand Hill, Thomas Hill. And then you start, you know, progressing to like the Cherokee Parkses of the world. I have Sean Kemp's Dream Team jersey. I would absolutely wear Leitner's a great the great jersey yeah i got kemps around here somewhere i think anyway i believe we are done here folks that's gonna do it for the week for the process packing it in off tomorrow no content for me tomorrow nothing at all absolutely zilch no Sunday morning show or anything like that. I am done till Monday morning. So guys, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Hit that like button. Hey, if you have any thoughts on things you wanna see on this like mushed up process strategy show that I'm looking to move to, let me know. Uh, drop drop that in the comments. Where I'm happy to take suggestions. I can basically open this up to do whatever we want to do as long as I think it's gonna help a bunch of people. So like if it's sports betting or pick them, that's easy you know, like we're not going to be digging into Yahoo or anything like that. That's, I don't, that's not the time. That's not the best way of allocating my time. But if you guys have any thoughts, leave it in the comments. Thank you for being here. Strategy show coming up in a little bit. Keep your eyes peeled for prize picks and contenders. That's going to do it. This was the process.